Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's time to celebrate the life of the king, the man many labelled as larger than life. It can't be described as anything less than a shock. Last week, the falling of Rod Marsh was felt by many across Australia and New Zealand, but no one would have expected uh, what was to follow. The passing of the great Shane Warney, aged 52, it is still hard to believe. The tributes have flowed thick and fast from former teammates and competitors from all around the world. Former Black Cap Craig McMillan is with us on the line now to share his thoughts and memories and celebrate the life of the great man, the King, Shane Warne. Morning, Mecca. Morning, Izzy. How are you, bud? Um, I, I guess you're a bit like all of us and just still in, in utter shock with what's happened over the weekend. Not only Rod Mar- um you know, the first was Rod Marsh, and we know what the impact he had on world cricket. And now Shane Warne, um, how are you, mate? Yeah, it's been a tough weekend, actually, is it? And still getting used to the news, that, that terrible news that we all found out on Saturday, which you just don't expect, do you? Um, Warne is one of those larger-than-life characters, and the age of 52 is far too young. So, um, yeah, it's it's slowly sinking in, but um, very, very sad. Yeah. Look, we've been reflecting throughout the morning, and and this is from a fan's point of point of view. Um, just the impact he was, you know, able to have on people's lives, and you know, the superstar stardom effect that he was able to instill in, in cricket fans around the world. And I was a fan growing up. I always used to, I was used to bowl right arm medium fast, and then when every now often I'd go out to the backyard and pretend I was Shane Warne. Tell us about your your memories and and your kind of moments that you've had uh, with the great king and when when Shane Warne comes to your mind what, what's the first thing that pops up um just the ultimate um showman who, who loved being the center of attention and loved being in the middle of a cricket mm. ground showing off his skills in front of 40 50 60,000 90,000 at the MCG was probably his his favorite place to be um and just mm. like you as I, I was a fan to begin with and then very quickly found myself been on the same ground and actually facing him, which was a bit surreal, to be honest. Um, but he was just—he was just the best, you know. Batting against him, I played my first test against Australia at Brisbane, and um, 
and in the bowling attack, Australia had SK Warren and, and Glenn McGrath, two of the greats. And, and so oh. all of a sudden, you've been watching them on TV, um, you know, loving the way that they play, listening to Channel 9 talk them up, and then all of a sudden, you've got the fern on your, <laughs> on your chest and, and you're playing against them in the middle. So that that's... I look back on that now, and that was pretty cool. And I consider myself really lucky that I played in an era where we had some of the greatest bowlers, some of the greatest players of all time, and we were able to go up and, at times, match those guys. But more often than not, they um, they certainly came out on top. Hey, Mac, it's Kempi, mate. The the Warren era and all of the stunning players that played in that era, you know, especially in that Australian team, always. Um, when I was watching, sort of struck me as there's quite a bit of banter that it looked like going out there. What was Warney like in the banter stakes? Morning, Kempe. Yeah, he was up there. Um, it was fair to say that that Aussie side was so good and, and dominated that they, they gave out plenty of lip as they went along. Um, and, and it was difficult at times to come back. But we always tried to give a little bit back. Um, generally, you had Warney bowling. Mac has got lip. That was a tough thing. Oh yeah, look, I didn't mind having the odd word, but my 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 look was pretty poor compared to some of the others. But um, you have to say that they had plenty of other guys that were sort of doing Warney's work because he was um, had the ball on a string and was making life pretty tough to, for you to score a run at the other end, and and they were just chipping away. You knew that your number was up at some stage. That was probably the worst thing about facing them is that you knew that he was not far away from getting you out. You knew that one of his balls had your name on it, and it was just. Yeah. How long does it take? What am I going to try and do to turn this around? So I tried to attack him at times. Um, very rarely did it come off, um, but it was always <laughs> bad. And I think Warney appreciated that. Like he was, you know, I think he was, you know, he was an aggressive leg spin bowler and um, he wasn't a passive leg spinner or he got into the game, was aggressive with the way he went about trying to get you out. And, um, and so it always made it entertaining. There was always something happening whenever he had the ball in hand. Gilly spoke about it. That was probably his greatest uh, moment in his career was wicket keeping against um, against uh, Shane Warne's bowling and and just uh, mm. the art that he was able to do. Mate, could you could you pick it? Can you can you remember those moments when you've had to face him? Could you pick the flipper? Could you pick the one that's going three meters down the leg stump and popping back to the to the off stump? Could you? Was he just that much of a wizard? Yeah, he was a wizard. Um, the flipper because we all grew up watching him. Bowl the flipper to all those pommy batters, um, South Africa as well. Yeah. None of them could pick it. Some of the West Indians as well. I remember Richie Richardson <laughs> going back to a flipper just rocked into middle stump. So we all grew up seeing the flipper. Um, yeah, it was hard to pick. It wasn't. It was the one that you're always looking out for, to be honest. Um, he never really turned his wrong end because he had some issues with his shoulder. So the wrong end wasn't a big turner, but it was his leg spinner that, mm. you know, he could slow up. He could um, get to bounce. Um, he would mix his pace up beautifully. He just had it on a string. And very quickly, I remember him, um, because I did get to know him um, off the field as well, which I feel very privileged to have done. Over the years, we played a lot against one another. And then in 2005, he rang me up during the winter. And he was captain of Hampshire over in England playing county cricket. He said, we need a player. We need a pro for a little while. Do you want to come over and play? And, of course, whenever SK Warren rings you up in the middle of a New Zealand winter and says, do you want to come and play for us, you jump at it. So um, I was lucky enough to play on the same side as him um, for a period of time in England. And that experience was something that um, I just loved. It was just amazing. He would have been 
one of the greatest captains I reckon world cricket's seen because his knack, his strength voice was that he made um, those around him feel like they were better than what they were. So we had a pretty good team, but whenever you're on the field with Shane Warne, all of a sudden it's like you went to another level. And so watching that influence amongst the team, and we won games that we had no right to win, but because Shane Warne was our captain and he had belief in the whole team, we actually managed to pull off some pretty remarkable wins. So that was pretty special, spending time with him in England and just seeing him go about his work. That's that's a that's a great story. That's a great story to hear that he, he was he could actually pull that off as. Um I mean, Gary Kimball said that about Olsen Filipino when he hopped on the bus in the old Auckland days and they're travelling down to Huntley to play Waikato when he said, oh, the first person they looked yep. for was Olsen Filipino and said, yep, Olsen's on the bus, we'll win today. Um, that type of <laughs> that, that type of bloke Warney was. You, mu- you must also, Maka, have some stories then if you went and played with him in England about the old, what do they call it, the cock and ball, a couple of pubs up there in, in Hampshire, surely. What was, it, what, was it like, what was it like hanging out with him? Uh, it was pretty cool, Kempe. Look, he was a very generous guy, and one of, one of the things that probably, one of the things that probably hasn't been spoken enough about him is just how much work he did for charity and stuff off the field, and and the amount of time he gave to other people, you know, who just wanted a little piece of him. Um, and and we saw that. Um, it never got reported because they generally weren't the stories that were selling papers for um, <laughs> for, for um, the news people, but. Um, you know, yeah. we had a lot of fun. That was the thing. He was a great storyteller. Um, and he, you know, it was only 52 years old, but he crammed a lot into those 52 years, let me tell you that. I'll tell you one thing. Um, <laughs> we were touring, New Zealand were touring Aussie, and um, we were playing Aussie in some one days, and uh, got a call from him. This is early 2000s. And he said, oh, I'm having a poker night, because he really got into his poker. And um, oh, yeah. he loved poker, so he was just getting into it. And it was early 2000s. He said, oh, you and Dan come over to my house. I've got a poker night going on. Um, we were supposed to be playing a one-day international like two days later. It's like, shit, yeah, we're in. We're in. So me and Vittori, so we got this car. We turned up to Warney's house. It was the best night ever. Like, he had about eight of us there. He had Joe Hashem, who was um, won the World Series of Poker in 2005. Yeah, yeah. So he, Joe Hashem, was, he was basically teaching Warney how to play poker and going. So just the best night. Storytelling, just. Turn up at his place, he's got 23, which is his number he wore on the back of his shirt, 23 tiled into his pool, this big flash pool, and it's got 23 tiled oh. in the middle of it. It was just the most amazing. <laughs> like, you think back now, you think, how cool was that? We got rung up, he invited us over, and we just played poker till like 2 in the morning. Um, we had training early the next morning. I'm sure me and Dan were a little bit dusty, but it's one of those nights you just look back on. So that, <laughs> that was pretty cool, playing poker with Shane Warne. Oh. Oh, awesome, awesome. I'm sure there was a little bit more detail that can come from that. I'll, let, I'll, I'll get a little lead in on Wednesday. We might have to add to that story come Wednesday on the golf course. Hey, Mecca, what, what was he like on the golf course, mate? I'm sure, sure you might have shared the fairways with him or, uh, you know, a bit of a golfer too as well. Hey, he loved the game of golf. Did he? What is he? Yeah, he loved golf. It was came over here a number of times, didn't he, to Queenstown and played in the New Zealand mm. Open. Um and played up in uh, Scotland, didn't he, at the Dunhill Links at St Andrews? Yeah, he was he was a golf nuffy, really, wasn't he? Um, he he was he was giddy too, wasn't he? Wasn't he off about eight or nine or something like that, and, and got down yeah. at times? But he just he just it was his, I think one of those things that relaxed him actually, where he could have a bit of fun. He always had a fag in the mouth, didn't he? You know, and that's the thing about Warney. <laughs> um, 
what you saw is what you got. There was no ears or graces. It was he was the same as you know when he grew up. He didn't change with all the fame and all the adulation that came his way. He was the same man all the way through. Yep, had his faults and obviously some controversies that um, got singled out over the years. But to those that knew him and were mates with him, he was very generous and very loyal. So um, he was a great guy. Mate, can just quickly before we let you go, the magnitude of what he was able to achieve in the game of cricket, and particularly in the test matches, 708 wickets he took, Mutai Malithran is only one ahead of him, so two of the great spinners, but can you just explain how difficult that is to achieve, and do you feel like there'll be anyone that'll come close to those two, particularly Shane Warne, 708? Uh, good question, is um, The thing for me about Shane Warne that that marks his greatness is the impact he had on the game of cricket. And when he came in to test cricket in the early 90s, spin bowling was dying. It was an art form that was basically on the way out. And all of a sudden, he made it cool. He made it fun to do again. Um, And all of a sudden, you had kids, instead of wanting to be fast bowlers and run and bowl as quick as they could, they wanted to be leg spinners. And and leg spinning, those that play cricket, is the hardest thing to to do it's the hardest art it is really difficult um so he made it he made it cool he made it fun he made it look easy at times when it's really not it's difficult um and all of a sudden he changed the persona of cricket because i think cricket was always perhaps in those early years seen as a bit boring um a bit stale played by certain guys and all of a sudden warney brought a bit of a fizz a bit of a um, razzmatazz to the game and I think that just continued yeah. on through and he really started that didn't he he had the blonde tips in the hair and giving guys a send off you know he just brought a bit of fun a bit of excitement to the game so I reckon that's his greatness and, and there's no doubt that he's had perhaps one of the greatest impacts on the game that anyone in the world has yeah, no, we appreciate it, mate. You're spot on. You uh, just changed the game. You made people enjoy it, not for what he was doing on the field, but particularly off it, mate. He's a character larger than life, and uh, I was lucky enough to meet yep. him once, mate. Really appreciate your time on the show, reflecting on the great Shane Warne. Shane Keith Warne, and uh, appreciate your time, Mecca. Thanks very much, bud. My, my pleasure. Thanks, boys. Cheers. There we go. That was Craig McMillan talking about Shane Warne and uh, just the larger-than-life figure. He will be sorely missed. We're going to come back shortly. Uh, Baz, our skip McCullum, has got a wee tribute to Warney. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.